I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my darlings. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Wayne Rooney is back in town. Jaden Sancho has been impressing, and Wales could get promoted. Hello, everybody. As you can see, my voice is nearly there. It's about 95% back. That was a quick recovery. Oh, yes. Have you had injections? I've had an enormous amount of injections and plastic surgery. On your throat? (laughs) Oh, yes. They now call me The Voice. It's not Tom Jones's anymore. What about about those of us, listeners included, who enjoyed your voice as it was at the start of the week? I had no control over it, to to be fair. Get the sandpaper down there. Get (laughs) gargling with the glass. I had a few people tweet me very nice things. A chap told me that uh, my voice gave him an erection. Uh, (laughs) And another man said that my voice was perfect for... uh, He was in somewhere in South Africa. He looked like he was on a hunt. Yeah. Or he was being hunted. Yeah. Preferably the... The, the latter. The latter, yeah. <laughs> for Jurassic Park purposes, of course. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for that, everybody. Appreciate I've got a few here, actually. I can hear a little bit of the croak coming back in, actually. Mm. Well, uh, fade it back. I don't want to... Yeah, exactly. I've got a few here, actually. Um, oh, go on. You beardy twat. Uh, <laughs> you Sean Dyche wannabe earthworm munch in Berlend. Hang on, beady wow. twat. <laughs> just made that one up. Yeah, I, I made them both. I thought you were talking honest. about yourself, although no, you've no, recently you. about you. Yeah, that's you've got a little beard on going on. Well, I just haven't shaved for a bit. Beard oh. Well, that's what a beard is. Well, I don't no, know. No, I no, 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 no. This is a bridge between that. Mm. Yeah, okay. Sometimes a beard is a choice. Sometimes it's a symptom of, of neglect, isn't well, it? When you do a wet shave, how long is it before stubble starts to appear? Two hours? Imagine you use a chainsaw as well with a thick of your... <laughs> you get a five o'clock shadow, right? So if you do shave mm. in the morning, by the evening, you've got the five o'clock shadow. Are we still sponsored by Harry's Razors? <laughs> 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 All right then, gang. Uh... USA! 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 Eagle Saw! I'm going there tomorrow. Four more years. Yeah. For Wayne well... Rooney. No. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this, Donaldson. I want to hear your take on this. What? Tonight... England play USA. Mm. Wayne Rooney scores a hat trick. You're back. Gareth Southgate. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Before choose you... your own. Choose your own rue venture. Well, he's kind of <laughs> rue's your own adventure. Can I, can I say <laughs> that <laughs> the, the BBC did an article? Uh, they did an article about uh, how other countries or a few other countries and prominent ones in the in the world of football mm. uh, did a send off for, for prominent players of theirs so the dutch um for wesley snyder he played 62 minutes over over a win uh, in against peru friendly friendly I think, oh, yeah peru. In peru yeah yeah exactly not in the world cup um before he was uh, given a spot on a sofa with his wife and two children. Oh, I saw this. Next to the pitch to yeah. watch pre-recorded messages from former teammates and managers and the crowd held off banners and and so on and so forth. So that that was quite strange. The sofa mm. business was, was, was quite strange. <laughs> we remember Lucas Podolski, who scored a peach against England on his final match for Germany. Um, Thierry Henry, though... It was rumoured that he was going to be given a cap five years, I think, after he'd retired from international football. And then manager at the time... Um, this is all just one big boys club, isn't it? Well, Ramadan <laughs> put a stop to it. Yeah, wrong star sign. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, he he's said, a Scorpio. We can't have it. He said playing for the national team should not be a gift. I think he's right. For one, yeah. and this is the thing, this is what's causing me problems now because right. I'm actually agreeing with Ramon Domenech. Well, mm. da- David Silva's going to be given one last cap for Spain on so, Sunday, apparently. So David Silva is still playing at the very top level for yeah. Yeah. one of the best club sides in the world. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know the circumstances around his international career, whether he's agreed to retire or not. So I'll, I'll part he, he, he is. So it's. It, I know what you're saying. About he's not he's coming still... back after a year. No, um, but he's no. still oper- he's operating at a higher level, yes, but they know it's his last cap. So it's essentially the same as Rooney. Mm. No, because Rooney's doing it again after a year. Okay, I see what you mean. So here's my take on it broadly, in broad terms. Maybe you guys can just tell me how much of a bellend I am. That's what happened on TalkSport last week, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do tell you that all the time. Yeah, though. I know, yeah. You guys were the original. That, that, <laughs> that text could have been for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it did specifically say Luke Aaron Moore. I had my address and everything. Uh, it was definitely for me. Um, I think all the tributes around players in this way are fine and are to be applauded and to be respected, particularly someone like Wayne Rooney, record scorer for one of the big, traditional big countries in, in the world. In I can hear a big book coming on the horizon. One of the big ones. But they shouldn't go anywhere near the pitch for an official game. Mm. If mm. Wayne Rooney wants to do a soccer aid type game to raise money for his foundation, if he wants to go and do a testimonial game, if, all that stuff, if he yeah. wants to be paraded before the game, if he wants to be paraded at halftime... Everything to do with that. I don't care. He can do that. And I think mm. he should do that. And I think it would be the right thing to do. I don't think, and I'm not blaming Ray, uh, Wayne personally for this necessarily, but I don't think he should be involved in an official friendly where, where people are going to be capped. Is mm. Jaden Sancho going to look back, although he's enjoyed the week of training with Rooney, he's probably learned a lot for him, from him. Is he going to be happy, really, saying, my first start for England was essentially in a Wayne Rooney Foundation sideshow game. I don't know if that's right. Mm. Well, I, I, I don't know if that's... <clears throat> Necessarily, actually matters uh, about you know what Jaden Sancho thinks of his first uh, first cap or, or or whatnot. But I think part of the reason there's such a sort of furore over this, and I, I do agree with you. I don't think that, that you know um, this sort of tribute should take place on the pitch because it, it, it's. I, I agree with what everyone says about it devaluing it, but I think the problem is this is exactly the sort of thing we wanted to get away from. Exactly the sort of kind of nonsense kind of. Talismanic. So you think it holds the momentum that Southgate, Southgate's got some momentum I, with this young I, team? I wouldn't say that it's necessarily going to do that because it's just a one-off. But what what is what Wayne Rooney is emblematic of, and this is not his fault because he became England's top scorer in this time, is one of the worst periods of, of supporting England in, in a long, long time. And Easy like, to forget that now, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Mm. England was scarred by that. Like We've just got over that. And I think part of the reason this is stuck in people's crawls so much is that, that it, it immediately looks back to that when actually we should be looking to the future. And this just slows that down. You know, it becomes a sideshow that, that is like the old England. And all of this all of this nonsense is the stuff that you need to, to get rid of. And what if I, it gets sent off? <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> like still, banned, still banned from international football. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I just feel, I still think that this probably wasn't Gareth Southgate's decision. And that he's he's claiming it is just because he's, being, it, the, you know, he's being the company man. It was originally going to be done against Nigeria before the World Cup, I think. And it got and it got postponed. I believe that's Can you the imagine case. that? A pre-World yeah, Cup match. I think that's why. But, but this is what I mean, though. This smacks of that being the FA. Gareth Southgate would not have that in a million years. No mm. no manager going into a competitive tournament would is, want is, that. Is it not just one bit? Again, it's just kind of to bolster the people who are going to turn up uh, to watch that football match. Well, Wembley, well like... yeah, the FA have sort of... I mean, the FA took some PR batterings last week because mm. they announced that the... I think the £800,000 that the FA will earn from this game, mm-hmm. none of it's actually being passed on to the Wayne Rooney Foundation. Really? No, mm. there's going to be buckets outside. They're going to Richard Scudamore. They're raised, who knows? They're raising awareness <laughs> and that other stuff. So they got pelters for that. Right. They then came out with, there was a story written by Matt Hughes in the Times uh, earlier this week 
saying that since the Wayne Rooney announcement, they've sold an extra 20,000 tickets. Now, of course, they may have sold those tickets anyway. Mm. You don't know what people, you know, I don't know what the profile of when they sell tickets looks like generally. And, and really, aside from the, the era Jim's talking about there, England games are pretty well attended, right, compared to other nations around around Europe particularly. So they're arguing that it's it's been great. It's been, it's been really well received and that people want to do it and go and watch it because all these tickets have been sold. But, but what do you think about it sort of generally, Marcus? Um, I, I would veer towards your side, Luke, I have to say about, or, or, and I think what you were saying as well, Jim, that I, I, this kind of sort of charitable, you know, where, where does it end? I mean, he, he is the, the, the highest goal scorer, of course, in in the history of Eng- in the England national team, which is an incredible achievement. It really is. And I know like Germany did it with Lukas Podolski, but I, you, but I think that's stupid as well. Well, no, I do as well. But I, I, I just I think mean, at that least they win stuff though, isn't it? <laughs> not recently. Gonna, you're only as good as your last tournament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... And neither of us won. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, well, like Miroslav Klose is not going to get a testimonial for his wait. club sides because he never scores for them. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think, I think that, it sets a bit of a precedent, doesn't it? So, so who do, who do you where where does the where do you stop with this? So, if mm. if another player goes on, I think that the it's a shame that if if the UEFA Nations League match against Croatia was tonight and the friendly was on the Sunday, then I think that would be it would it wouldn't be as bad. But I think this is essentially a warm up game for the Croatia match. Now, Southgate has said. Or, or, or certainly hinted that it could even be two different sides. Yeah, I think that this this game against the US seems to be um, not really even a warm up match. I think Southgate knows his side. You know, after the uh, the, the game against Spain and so on, he he's a little bit more aware. Mm, but but mm. and and they're they're quite close together. This you know, Thursday night younger players maybe Thursday night and early sort of Sunday afternoon. I think Luke is right. You know, you can have him, you know, in in front of the crowd and all the rest of it. And you could even do, um, although this is a little bit over the top, but it is Argentina and Maradona. You know, they had Argentina versus the rest of the world eleven. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, and you could yeah. do something like that. You could even have yeah. it. You know, Old Trafford for for, for absolutely. For I, th- I think to drill down some of the points you made there, particularly the ones in, in the latter stages of that, it opens up a wider argument about the legitimacy of a type of game that you're talking about, mm-hmm. England v USA. If you if you if you go into the realms of having an England versus the rest of the world eleven with Wayne Rooney as the captain of the England team, obviously no one's going to complain about that. But it's not an official game. It's not People official aren't game. getting capped for that. Yeah. Mm. So if, if friendlies in their worst um, iteration are going to be played in the way that the England USA game tonight appears like it's going to be played. <laughs> I think it's legitimate to ask whether that should be an official international. It, yeah, it, and whether it people should be capped the, for that. It reduces the um, intensity of any performance. Certainly, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't get on a flight for that length of time just to play in a sideshow. You know what mm. I mean? Like the US aren't in great shakes at the moment. They need competitive football. They yeah. don't. They don't need like a, a friendly that means literally nothing. It's, Which, it's effectively an exercise in live nostalgia. Yes, which is yeah. Why isn't Joe Cole doing it? Exactly. Uh, he's actually he's just retired just, from yeah, football. Yeah, exactly. Right. So That's why he's probably just doing that it. Why? <laughs> Any chance of finding him? <laughs> Genuinely, like sort of going got fifty or country. Well, where's, yeah. where's Rio Ferdinand? Why is it, why do these players not get their exactly. get their yeah. last hurrahs? I mean, why does why do we sing like Wayne Rooney? Because he's I got a few whether... goals in the most underwhelming period of uh, English. To football. be fair, he is the top scorer in, in England. Still, team, and there, and and pro- someone will take take over that at, at some point. It's just mm. hopefully. hopefully. I want, yeah, maybe Harry Kane could have got closer to it. <laughs> if he had the cap, yeah, I, wonder, had the start, I wonder, rather. Well, I wonder whether there needs to be a, a a frank assessment of it and think: is it is it legitimate to give caps for friendly games? Mm. Mm. True. Should, should well, especially with the, the Nations League now. 
Exactly. So yeah. there's more international football. There's more competitive games. If you think of some of the players who amassed 100 caps for England back in the day, Billy Wright, uh, Bobby Charles, and those type of players, I haven't got the figures in front of me, but I don't imagine a huge percentage of those would have been friendly games. No. A lot of them would have been competitive. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, you know, you wonder whether it's actually right to be given friendly caps, essentially. Like, when, when Rooney didn't put English football on the map, we're not talking about like Jorge Campos or something like that, like someone who was charismatic what? and exciting and played in goal. I love that you've played <laughs> in goal. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just thinking of something, as someone who sort of like was polarising but also kind of like gave, yeah, this gave them from? a bit of big well, he's he's not, a charisma. He's not Diego Maradona. He's not Diego Maradona. He's not a person who sort of, you look back to these kind of like... Why is Campos the first player you thought of? I love that. He mentioned him on Monday, didn't he? Did he really? No, I didn't, no. But the colours and the kind of excitement, and when I think Just about Mexico, colors. when I think about Mexico in '94, I think of, of shapes and colours. <laughs> I think of shapes and colours. Yeah. I've been very rude today, Jim. Um, I like it. Like it's, it, it, he didn't do that. Like we, we're was, already a footballing he scored force. Over fifty goals for England. That's why. Who this gives a, bit... a flying shit? Well, if we... <laughs> Did Alan Shearer get one? I know he wasn't. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Did Alan Shearer get one? Well, you've used the Campos smokescreen, which is very clever because of all the shapes and all the colours. One thing I will say: the colourful Campos Trojan horse opens up. Campos flash. Alan Shearer pokes his head out the belly and goes, "Who here then?" Donaldson. Campos flash. Campos flash. Get us another cap. Yeah. Where's me testimonial later? Where's me cap? I know I retired early. Probably. Eight years early to preserve my club career, but it doesn't matter. Oh dear. But if you if you do like our old Wazza to get one final goal until the next appearance at least, um, then he's evens to do so with Bet365 against the USA. £10 returns £20, including stake, should he do it? Do you know what? I haven't said all what I've said. I don't agree with it. It'd be uh, lovely to see I him hope score. he gets a goal. Why not? And if Jorge Campos uh, keeps a clean sheet, what's the odds for that? What yeah. I hope happens is Rooney puts in a blisteringly good performance. Yeah. The whole thing is, is weaved around him and we're all going... Are you available for Croatia? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's God, right. But uh, to be fair to the FA, no. that if you if you go to go in, you've got to go in fully. He's got the number 10 shirt and he's going to get the captain's armour when he comes on. So I think they're yeah. saying, all right, you've gone that far. Go why not? Go home. Yeah. Rooney this has is to... someone brand for you. You love this. <laughs> no, I come on. When Rooney has mind. to raise like 8 million quid for Scudamore, that, that's how it works. Yeah. He's yeah, got to yeah. give the money to the Maybe Premier League. At the risk of opening this up as a can of worms again, I don't mean to do so, but one final point I really do feel should be made. If you're going to honour players and we're going to treat the game uh, in this way, why not give Glenn Murray a cap? He's playing at the top of it. He's playing, you're smiling at me, but he's playing at the top of his game, best form of his life. He's scoring goals in the Premier League. How much would one England cap in a friendly mean to Glenn Murray compared to one to Wayne Rooney? Yeah, but uh, that, it's very different. It is very different. Yeah, it is different, but it's, it's better. You think? Yeah. No, no. I, I, don't, I don't think that is better. I, I think you're, you're rewarding I, no, him for you know, not being quite good enough. No, 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 no. It would be so much better if it was one, one cap based around the Glenn Murray Foundation <laughs> and as much of a furore was made over Glenn Murray yeah. as if his career had been like Wayne Rooney's. And even Glenn Murray was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what, what about I this would thing? way prefer that. So I know they've got a slightly bigger squad for this game to ac- accommodate different players, yeah. including Wayne Rooney. What about this then? If Glenn Murray's a poor example, how about this? Callum Wilson's just been called up. Yep. Mm. What happens if they were to choose Wayne Rooney over Callum Wilson? It's a fair point, and it could happen. I mean, you there really is. that though, are you? Who there is chosen over whoever. Well, according to some media outlets, uh, Callum Wilson and Lewis Dunk will make their England debuts against the US, and Alex McCarthy could come on at half time too for his debut. But you are right, Luke. Someone like Wilson, who said he hasn't played at Wembley before, he's been to Wembley once. You know why? Because he was in the stands. Yeah, he for... went to watch Coventry in the That's Checker right. Trade Trophy That's final, right, and but he's never stood on the pitch. He's never stood on the pitch. Why Rooney stood on the pitch at Wembley? A fair few times. Yeah. 
<laughs> a lot of standing around for one bit, I remember. <laughs> I know. Right? But Callum Wilson, six years ago, was playing non-league. Tamworth? Nice. Tamworth, yeah. yeah. Tamworth, you see. Tamworth. It's, 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 it would be nice to see in, in many ways, that's the, one of the popular tropes of our time, isn't it? Yeah. 41 years ago, this yep. player was not born. Yeah. <laughs> then they played non-league for a bit, and now they're playing ring. He's running around in a 40, nappy. 41 years. How old is Callum Wilson? 25. 20, 26. Yeah, I was yeah. just making a point. He's not over 40. Ignore me. That's something. Uh, Fabian Delft told the press that young Jaden Sancho has impressed the squad in training. Surely... Sancho will feature at some point in the international break. Mm. Whether that's a supporting act for Wayne Rooney or playing a crucial role against Croatia, we shall see. But he made his debut, of course, against Croatia last month. He's been fine in, in, in fine form uh, for Dortmund oh, his, of late. His, his, we talked he about on the continent. Yeah. genuinely a really exciting player. I know England have had a, a number of players who we thought were quite exciting. And of course, they went on to have very respectable careers for crying out loud. Let's not be silly. But they uh, never became... I'm thinking like the likes of Aaron Lennon, maybe Sean Wright Phillips, you know, those kind of quick wingers, mm. those sort of types of players. Even Joe Cole, somebody mm. like that, who who played, you know, did, had some moments for England. But Sancho, people are looking at him thinking, this guy could have real longevity. Absolutely. Well, him and Reese Nelson, who's got, I think it's six goals in seven games for Hoffenheim. And they've played, they've known well. each other since they were in an under-11s team. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but of course, Reese Nelson is not in the England squad. No, 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 no. But I think he's perhaps unlucky to miss out because they're, they're a similar age. Too. He's making a similar yeah, splash. Because Wayne fucking Rooney's in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think any striker playing at the top level is probably unlucky to miss yeah, out when Wayne Rooney's in there. Um, but, but the point I'm making is that, that that's doubly exciting, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yes. And, and you know, if you, if you saw um, the game between um, Dortmund and Bayern Munich, the Klassica, translated to um, the, da- <laughs> the, the derby. Um, the, the, um, you laughed at my campos. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm never going to stop laughing at you, Pete. All, all hope truly is lost <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I stop laughing at you. Um, in the second half particularly, he was amazing. And, and, it's, and it's important, Mark, I think, to, to completely endorse what you're saying, which is that this is not just a, another overhyped English player. Mm-hmm. This is a player who is playing at the very top level for yep. a team who've got serious aspirations to win the Bundesliga this season. And he is one of their key players. Yeah, Absolutely. and also what, what, with a lot of players like him... Um, it takes them a few years to nail down a position. Uh, Sancho looks like he knows his position completely inside out already. Like, just he's, he's very natural uh, in where he is. So. Absolutely, yeah. Um, of course, Danny Welbeck and Kieran Trippier have, have dropped out the squad of the injury. That's the bad news. Uh, Gary Neville's coming into the station, uh, <laughs> Trippier, so that's the good news. Yeah, well, Gary Southgate said the players put a photo of Danny Welbeck next to the TV they were watching the other night in support of, uh, of him as he's out with a bad injury. And he said it showed again that the players are together and have a good bond. And have reason, access to a printer. Is yeah. Kieran, yeah. <laughs> Kieran Trippier annoyed? There was no yeah, mention yeah, of photo of him. Did, um, well, maybe there's a picture of him in the bathroom or something. But because of the picture we've got in our studio, I, I'm picturing that picture of, of Danny Welbeck being him on a bike eating an apple. apple. Like yeah. We uh, keen, keen viewers of our video version of this show yes. that, that Cameraman Sam puts together will probably have seen in the background on more than one occasion a, let's call it a large photo of yeah. Shola, the legendary fo- photo of Shola eating an apple riding the bike. <laughs> it's a bit of a classic. Haters going to hate. Mm. Yeah, sadly they will. Sadly they will. But yes, uh, it's, good, it's, it's good for, I mean, look, yeah. everyone was sad to see what happened with Danny Welbeck. And he's obviously a very, very mm. popular member of the England squad and a player who has done okay for England. Yeah, really. I think he's done pretty well. Yeah, and, and so, uh, Garrett, was Gareth Southgate holding that up as saying, look, this is how good the team spirit is in this camp and all this kind of stuff. Yes, and he, and he talked about when he has, uh, I, I don't think he would use the word reunion, but whenever he sees other players in the Euro 96 squad or from the Euro 96 squad, he said that bond is there. He said these players are creating their own memories and their own friendships that will last and talked about that, yeah. that, that sort of extra special bond he still has with those players because they played an international tournament together. Yeah. 
and and I think that's that's very important. And he has created. We've said this before. He's he said the players now enjoy turning up to the England. It's like a it's like a, a competitive holiday campaign. <laughs> <laughs> competitive it ain't as <laughs> well. Sometimes there is competition there, but let's leave that there. And you know, one of the things that's, that's talked about in terms of of someone like Danny Welbeck is injuries for for players. You know that that can harm them in such a difficult way psychologically when it's a long-term injury because all of a sudden, I can't remember it was, he said it, I saw someone say it and say, you know, where they played, you walked out of where you got ready to play and dressed and changed. Um, some would call it the changing room. Like the, and, the and, dressing room. Yeah, well. and they would all... It's a changing room. And all the fit players would turn left oh. to go to the training oh. ground and, and if you were the only unfit player with a long-term injury, you'll turn right on your own into the swimming pool or the gym and that's you yeah. for the rest of the day and it can be so isolating really. Yeah. It's really important for players to, to feel like they're still part of the group. And I think that's something that, that modern football's done a lot better than sort of older football. Yeah. If you read the story about um, Adrian Doherty, the kid who came through at Man United, mm. Oliver Kay at the time wrote a brilliant book about it called Forever Young. And the he guy was, used to just wear like rubbishy clothes and stuff yeah. and he just didn't give a shit. He was, yeah, sort of, but, he was a non-footballer. Kind yeah, of but and he was rated alongside gigs at the same time in the same mm. age group. But the, the point I was going to make was just that he got a really bad knee injury. Mm. And for all the right praise that Man United <clears> get for that period, they badly de- dealt with him. He was he felt like persona non grata. He wasn't looked after, wasn't taken care of, didn't even get the right treatment. Because mm. essentially, he became a, a completely disposable asset. Yeah. Like, well, he's out for 18 months. Well, there's no point worrying about him. You know, and they can't, you can't do that with young people's minds. Yeah. And so that's why even when you're an experienced player like Welbeck, it's really important to keep him included. Yeah, and Callum Wilson said that, didn't he, that, uh, of course, we say he was six He had a serious one as well. He had some very serious injuries. And he said, Alan Shearer texted him. And he said he, was, he found that oh, really... Yeah, <laughs> and I think that if you've text uh, an injured player, specifically Callum Wilson, you should be considered. I do, do yeah. fo- this happens quite a lot. Do footballers do you want to just turn all, Siri off, Pete, on your phone? The footballers all have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to. Okay. Uh, do We're a, intertwined. Do a lot of, <laughs> Sorry, phone. Do you am want I, to turn Pete off? Am I? <laughs> um, Siri, do, do are you just, and Pete dating? Put the rumours to bed forever. <laughs> it's not a bed. It's a. No. Come on, Peter. Come on. It's a memory bank. We've got to do emails Peter. in a minute. Hurry up. You would Let's say. do emails. <laughs> I think it's probably for the best. Sorry. It's now time for emails with PDD. Oh, no, not the beach! <laughs> not the beach! Ah! You've got mail. Paul. <laughs> Holla football. And that's the end of the email section. <laughs> <laughs> Holla football ramble. As a long-time listener to the show and an Englishman living in Buenos Aires, uh, I Ooh. always enjoy it when you discuss some of the crazy football happenings in this part of the world. As you can imagine, it's been an enjoyable week with everybody's attention fully on the Super Classico and tensions running rather high. My girlfriend's family are all crazy Boca fans who took me to a Super Classico four years ago in La Bombonera. Uh, by far the craziest atmosphere I've ever witnessed. As a thank you, I've adopted Boca as my second team and always want to see them do well. However, with the club not being in my blood I have to admit I don't have that same passion or feeling as the locals and don't live and die by their results uh, I reserve that for my beloved Barnsley FC watch out Pompey and Luke Mill we're coming for you he says not scared <laughs> however <laughs> however when Bocca scored their first goal I got a bit overexcited let out a cheer and ran to my balcony to listen to the other people screaming from their apartments wonderful image that's great and uh, shouted a few words of support in my heavily English uh, accented Spanish it's safe to say that my uh, River-supporting neighbour took slight offence to this as seconds later when River got back into the game. Well, I've attached the video. And basically, this video is... Of, <laughs> I'm not sure how well-versed in Argentine Spanish you guys are, but I will translate. I won't be reading out the translation. Okay. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> but the video is just of a door to the outside of this lad's apartment, of uh, Paul's apart- apartment. Uh, and this is what you can hear. 
This is terrifying. Yeah. Say that. Does he? Oh, he might say. He might say the word prick there. Yeah. No. <laughs> but he says. It says suck my dick, suck my dick. Yeah, something so he I is. can't. He is. Yeah. So he's using suck the word di- suck my dick, suck my dick. Do something to your mother. Suck my dick. Yeah, I think he's saying pika, which is a very rude. Yeah. Like it's like prick and. Oh, pika. No, pika. Oh. So, all right. Yeah. Make sure you get. Make sure. Make sure you get that right. right it's okay. very, very important. Um, I wasn't sure whether to laugh or call an ambulance for his impending heart attack. Gotta love that South American passion. I think I got a pub for the second leg. I mean, the game's still so. going on. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's only two all. It's the first it's like, leg. It's like, still got a second leg. Yeah, it's like Martin Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Go, go! Suck my dick! Suck my dick! Stop the, it! Suck my dick! You said you you started off that email, so I'm not going to read out the translation. Wait. No, you've read it out three times. <laughs> he might be talking to Siri. <laughs> <laughs> John says, uh, after hearing your WhatsApp chat about uh, Big Colin Hendry, I fell must confirm that he's still an absolute tank. Last season, I played for a local lads team in South Wales against a team of celebrities, and he's put a comma, inverted commas around that, and the odd, well, ex, one, and the odd <laughs> ex-footballer. Never get an invite. No. Uh, lining up in central defence was Colin Hendry himself. At half-time, I got sent on up front to try and beat him for pace, being a reasonably nippy winger. For some reason, my midfielders decided to pump the ball high and long for the whole half, resulting in Big Colin utterly destroying me in the air for 40 minutes. I ended up on the floor after almost every aerial battle. Mm-hmm. When a ball finally made its way past him on the ground, I was clean through until a crunching tackle from behind. Love it! Me. Through a face of freshly cut grass, I could just glimpse the majestic figure, figure of Henry, um, Henry rather, uh, directing the attack a la Johan Cruyff while walking away with the ball. He ran the show from centre-back, absolute gent after the game, making sure to give everybody a firm bruiser or a handshake. Another Colin <laughs> Andrew story. Uh, mm. Scotland, are you hearing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Take your boots. <laughs> uh, Rob Lindley from Birmingham. In light of the recent chat about players' names at clubs, it reminded me of the run of managers' names that West Brom had from 75 to 87. The first names of their managers was, or were, uh, Johnny, Ronnie, John, Ron, Ronnie, Ron, Johnny, Nobby, Ron, Ron. That's lovely. <laughs> that is lovely. That is so good. So Pete, yeah. someone else got in touch. I don't know if it was an email, but someone definitely <laughs> tweeted that, um, and I haven't checked, that Martin O'Neill and Michael O'Neill, yeah, they're Ireland and Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland manager, Ian respectively. Tussie, yeah, yeah. Have you got it there? I've got it. Oh, Ian sorry, Tussie, I didn't realise. Ian Tussie, uh, Republic of Ireland manager Martin O'Neill's middle name is Michael. Northern Ireland manager Michael <laughs> O'Neill's middle name is Martin. That's good. Oh, nice. Isn't that wonderful? Fantastic. Isn't that fantastic? Finally, for now, Joe says, uh, "Good morning, gentlemen." Darren Bent once forged a semi-successful strike partnership with Marcus Bent for Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, our, I remember that. Our training ground is Bent Lane. Oh, okay. And a clinical mark is in there as well. Um, I think Crystal Palace's training ground is on Copers Cope Road, Mm, which is a weird name. This is a slightly different thing, but I believe that Gary Newman is something like 13 days older than Gary Gary Oldman. Oldman. I've heard that as well. That is slightly Um, different, yes. Marcus, before we go to the break, (laughs) I forgot forgot to mention earlier that England are obviously playing Croatia on Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. They're 5 to 6 to beat them with Bet365. £10 return, £18.33, including stake. Should Gareth Gang best Dalich's <laughs> destroyers? Think, yeah, it's like why, that. Why did? Why did? This is the point I was trying to bring up before you rudely cut me down. Wanker. <laughs> why do footballers always Actually, sit Pete, down? Sorry, it was me that cut you off. All right, yeah. sorry, yeah. Uh, Siri. Oh, go on. All right, let's go on, Adbre. Fuck all yours. The greatest thing about this is, is he, he's not got he's he's not We've still got, We've still got another minute or two. <laughs> We've got the one ready. <laughs> I think people are forgetting that the England do have a. Oh, oh, so cutting. Wish I could talk over it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ball's coming in the box now. What a save, Saproni. 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 Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> That's what's coming for you, big boy. Yeah. yeah. What that bloke, Donny? Oh, I see. I'll be okay. I can, I can <laughs> take your chances. I can do it through a wall. Yeah. Beg your pardon. <laughs> uh, right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we finished talking about England. Let's talk about some other teams. There's a friendly tonight versus uh, Ireland versus Northern Ireland. Both both of these sides need a confidence booster. And some goals. In among all the sort of British political uh, situation, I did think to myself, is this anything to do with the Brexit deal? With the border situation? Maybe. They'll get it sorted out on the pitch. Exactly, mm. yes. Um, Ireland could be relegated from Group B4. The big news for Northern Ireland, of course, is that Carl Lafferty's back. Yeah. Well, they need him. Mm. They need if him If you badly. need goals, you need laughers. Now, they haven't scored an away goal for ages. Yes. That's the stat here. And this is an away fixture for Northern It's a Jim Campbell stat. <laughs> uh, I hope it doesn't go back to haunt me. Yeah. And this is perfect for them, right? And they've not won on a Thursday night for how long? Since <laughs> no, <it's, it's> last <laughs> Thursday. Since they beat QPR. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, it's, it's a short trip. It's technically an away game. It's a short trip for them. Indeed. They won't feel too out of out of place, I don't think, mm-hmm. um, if I can navigate those difficult political waters. Um, <laughs> Uh, but ultimately, culturally, it's going to feel okay for them. So this is a chance for them to get going because, lest we forget, the Republic of Ireland are dreadful. I was going to say. Absolutely dreadful. Yeah. And it feels like the death rattle of Martin O'Neill's, Martin Michael Martin O'Neill's Michael tenure. O'Neill's, yeah. Can Michael Martin O'Neill take advantage of it? <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. I, I actually think that Northern Ireland could do the business. I think they've been very unlucky. And, and Michael O'Neill was was lamenting his side's, uh, I suppose, bad luck or, or, or lack of uh, ruthlessness in front of goal. Because they have been playing. Well, we said this before against Bosnia against Austria as well. Sides that you would think on paper definitely better than Northern Ireland. Mm. And they've been a little bit unlucky. So this is this is a big chance for them to to, to just... You know what it's like when you haven't scored for a while or you're not scoring many goals? Get a goal in it, especially in a game like that. A little bit of a derby atmosphere for obvious reasons. Well, they got... They got um, you know, they went for that phase, didn't they, of being, of being far greater in the sum of their parts mm-hmm. and playing really well. Michael O'Neill had hardly any players to choose from, relatively speaking. Um, and it culminated in them doing okay in um, Euro 2016. Yeah. Right? And like edging matches like 1-0 to, to, yeah, to qualify for that. And and what seems to have happened from a layman's perspective, I've not watched them as closely as some would have done, is that they've just they've lost they've lost a bit of luck mm-hmm. and they've sort of lost that togetherness thing on the pitch to an extent. But having said that, when they played Bosnia at home, they lost 2-1. Um, Will Grigg scored late on in the 92nd minute. They had... Miles more possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had twenty, I think, twenty six shots mm. to Bosnia's five. And really, sometimes you feel like, okay, maybe there's a lack of quality in their finishing or their ruthlessness, or they haven't got a world class finish or etc. Well, Lafferty's back, mate. Laffer, Laffer started the game, mate. He was dragged. Yeah. So yeah. and then his replacement <laughs> scored. So it's not, the, it's not the most ringing testament of him. Uh, but um, but uh, so yeah, they, they need to get up and running as quick as they can. I, I, in a weird way, I'm not as fearful for them as I am for Republic of Ireland. No, I, I agree with you. Republic of Ireland to me feel like they're coming to the end of a cycle now. Mm. Yeah. They need to lance that boil, I think, with their managerial situation. It's called Roy. <laughs> yeah, use his proper name. Let's have a prediction, Jim. Uh, for this game, yeah, I think it's going to be snuck one nil by uh, by Northern Ireland. A snucky one nil. Snuck in snuck. there. It'll be snuck. It's a big big round of fixtures coming up because we're going to see the first international relegations. 
Mm. We are. It's going to be weird. <laughs> we are indeed, Jim. I mean, it is an interesting one. I mean, Do they get parachute payments. <laughs> <laughs> not from Richard Scudamore. No. You have to give him the parachute payment. Um, but... He's not involved in that. He's a Premier League chairman. Yeah, yeah. but he's fi- chief executive. No, of course, of course. It I'm was... just saying that stop picking on the little guys. All right, but if you do want to, <laughs> if you do want to make a contribution, then send your details to show at the football. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Keep him. Uh, send your money to Pete. <laughs> I mean, it's the I shittest will, idea anyone's ever said. I will spend it on nonsense. Yeah. Um, uh, well, of course, uh, in um, Ireland's group, Wales play Denmark on, on on Friday night, tomorrow night in the Nations League. Victory for either side would see them clinch top spot in Group B four. Denmark still need to play Ireland now. Denmark um, beat Wales two 0 last time, but they play at the Cardiff City Stadium, which is already sold out. Thirty three thousand. <laughs> Much better than what we were talking about before at uh, at uh, what was formerly known the Millennium Stadium. Can't remember the current name. Um, but the Principality Stadium? Principality. That'll, that'll, it. That'll do. Yeah. That'll do. That'll Close do. enough, isn't it? Uh, but uh, and, uh, Wales missing Neil Taylor and, and, and Ben Davis, which is a bit of a shame for them. But the Welsh, that, that, that you see, this is what, it, it, we're getting to the business end of, well, not quite the business end because you've still got the, the, the knockout stuff. But but the thought of like promotion, relegation, Wales could get promoted. Yeah. I, they, like, I like the they, sound of that. Did they take on Denmark just after Denmark got all their players back? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then Christian Eriksen just pulled their pants down, scored two, and they lost 2-0. Yeah. And the game before that, literally you were playing against, like, plumbers. It was, and was it Slovakia make. or Slovenia? That yeah. 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 I know. I... No, I mean, the, the Denmark squad but bef- just before before that was a load of players. I know, but that, the game was, I think... Oh, it was against them. Okay, yeah. um, James Lawrence is in the, the Welsh squad. It's quite an interesting this situation. This is a really interesting story. It is. He currently plays for Anderlecht in, in Belgium, of course, having signed this year... For, Excuse me, from a Slovakian club. Now he's 26, born in England, moved to the Netherlands when he was young, but qualifies for qualifies for Wales through his grandmother, and he became known to the the, the Welsh setup because he moved to Anderlecht, of course. Uh, you know, a pretty big club playing in the Slovakian league. He, he didn't really get noticed. So 26 years old, and there's their scouts are looking around to see who's eligible, and this guy comes on the radar, and that's how he's in the side. He doesn't know too many of his teammates. He doesn't really follow English football that much so again he's unaware I'm sure he knows who Gareth Bale is but yeah. um, it's well, an interesting one he's been learning the Welsh national anthem as well he also won the league twice in Slovakia when he was there yeah, pedigree um, and uh, the side then went on to go out in the qualifying rounds of uh, the Champions League when they're knocked mm. out by Stoya Bucharest and Legia Warsaw respectively and I think the second time that happened because they were knocked out in the third qualifying round they would have gone through to the Europa League final qualifying round which they lost to Rapid Vienna my point being that he's Played some European football as well. Yeah. So this is not a guy who's you know I've not seen him play to be perfectly honest, but he's not obviously not a guy who's worthless. Like not he's he's, he's there for a reason, and we talk about it in the context of Northern Ireland. Sometimes it's the same with Wales. I mean you know, and also actually, do you know what? To an extent, it's the same with England. I mean, I remember talking um, with someone before the World Cup a few months before, and looking at legitimately how many players Gareth Southgate has to choose from who are going to make a difference. It's not that many, you know. No. It's probably fifty. Maybe not even that many. Mm, yeah. So if you take that from Northern Ireland, they've got far fewer than that. Wales mm. probably be the same. And I think given they've got players like Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, that maybe po- papers over the cracks a little bit their depth. So they can't afford to see a good player who's played European football and not have a look at him at least. Yeah, mm. Absolutely right. Well, if you fancy both teams for scoring this one, by the way, it's 11 to 10 with bet 365. £10 will return £21, including stake. It's possible. It's much more possible to get goals in that one than Albania-Scotland, Jim. 
Is it not? Because Stephen Fletcher's back? Yeah, have a bit, have a bit of respect for <laughs> oh, Fletch. Right, okay. Fletch lives. Yeah, is that like a Wayne Rooney style cap? <laughs> no, I think it's, the, it's <laughs> more a yeah. man. Very, it's more a James Lawrence style yeah. cap <laughs> in its own way. And Famous scorer of 53 Scottish goal, Stephen Fletcher. Yeah, He's oh, only 31. People are talking like it's, yeah, you know, th- they're bringing like this 35-year-old cart horse out of retirement, <laughs> but they're not. Sometimes, yeah. Jim, it's not the age not. of the car, it's the miles on the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Is Kenny Miller still available? <laughs> all I'm saying. Uh, I was surprised he was only 31, to be honest with you. So I, I, I share your... In a pleasing uh, mirroring of, of football, he's also got 31 caps. Is that, nice. That's right, yeah. One for every year of his life. That's how I remembered it. But he's been recalled after 13 months in the international wilderness, as they say. Um, but yes, uh, if Scotland can win, then they'll be on um, for top spot in Group C1. They play Israel on Tuesday. This is why, despite what Jurgen Klopp says, um, and, I, and, and I don't mean to, to disagree with Jurgen Klopp on principle, because of course I understand he's trying to protect his players. I mean, he called the UEFA Nations League the most pointless competition ever invented or something, because he doesn't want to see his players get injured and all the rest all, of it. We've got our own interests. But Yeah, exactly. But in this kind of case, it, it justifies absolutely the reason why this tournament exists. You've got, as we said time and time again, You've got teams, minnows, playing against other minnows, winning games, getting confidence, learning from win, wins rather than just 5 6 nil defeats all the time. And you've got a team like Scotland, who, to be frank, have, have been very, very bad uh, in terms of qualifying for national tournament, international tournaments to the point, I say very bad, they haven't actually qualified. So mm-hmm. it doesn't get much worse than that for them. Yet they get a chance to actually get a bit of success, move up a group, a, a league perhaps, play against better teams, mm-hmm. learn from that. So to me, it completely justifies the, the situation. Absolutely. And I think once the knockout comes around, it's genuinely going to be really exciting. It's going to be yeah. great. Because we all sort of like sneer at the Confederation Confederations Cup. And then when it's happened, it happens. You're like, ah, you know what? Actually, this is great. This is fun. Yeah. I think I think we sneer at it because I can't imagine England ever being in it. Yeah, yeah. that's probably Well, let's say host the fucking thing. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, Scotland that's, that's, are 7-5 to five to beat Albania. It's a £10 with bet 365 returns, £24, including a stake. Should they go there and pick up a win? They could do. They mm. could do staying uh, roughly in that that part of the world because it's uh, being played in Albania. Let's talk a little bit about Serbia versus Montenegro um, because it's always a good one. And 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 basically, uh, Serbia they're top of Group C four ahead of Montenegro and Romania. You'd fancy them to be promoted. And the last time round, Peter Mitro got a brace. He did, yes. Mitro's on fire. He very much enjoys playing for his national side. He's got a new club manager as well. He's going to be playing under Claudio Ranieri. Yeah, that's, that's an Fulham. interesting one. I think a lot of Fulham mm. fans are gutted for their ex-manager, but, um, you know, you got, turn it's, around. it's one of those ones, isn't it, where you've got yeah. to appreciate what he's done. Well, it was a bit like Ranieri at Leicester in the sense yeah. that, you know, he won them the league and so on, but the way it was going, they felt they needed to, mm. to change. Jukanovic, I think it was... I think, I think it's rightly said, you know, the football Fulham played last season was fantastic. And, he, and they footballed their way out of the championship, mm. which not many teams do. And it's just, it's not working. Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, bruised their way out of the championship. Yeah. Uh, it's just not, it's just not happening. And mm. it's 12 games now. It's not like they've sacked him after five or six games. No. It's 12 games. Yeah. And it and it's, and it's looking quite bleak. I know they had a bit of, a, a better performance away at Liverpool. And it's, it's very, very tough. And in, in a sense, it's a shame that he didn't have a, a, a an easier fixture. But then, you know, three 0 at home yeah. against Bournemouth, but they were getting batterings, weren't they? Exactly, and it showed that what what had got them there wasn't working. So and, he's, and he was always going to go at the international break because it gives them time and that yeah. kind of stuff. But I spoke yeah. to Andy Brassel from our sister show on the continent, mm-hmm. um, obviously out every Saturday and Wednesday, because we've seen a lot in the British press about Ranieri's time at Leicester, mm. understandably. But we know all about that. But of course, Claudio Ranieri managed at Nantes, Greece. Oh, sorry, 
No, not Greece. We're not going all the way back to Greece. He's expunged those demons. Indeed, yeah, he, yeah, he did yeah. manage at Nantes, though, and Andy said he started brilliantly there, and importantly for Fulham fans, he sorted out their leaky defence yes. um, before leaving shortly after uh, after bunking off the club's anniversary dinner to fix a leak in his London flat. So uh, there you go, a mixed bag. A story of fixing leaks. Yeah, not, mm. not, yeah, not, a, not a leaky defence, but a leaky flat. Yeah. No, um, he's, he's, he's bloody... He's adorable, though, isn't he? <laughs> he, is. um, he said, I hope to make a very good job here. Nice. Um, which I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. Make to a very good job. Of it, yeah, yeah, and uh, he also says uh, we play Southampton, and they are a good team with spirit. It's important to be prepared. And I just thought you've been away a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are not a good team with spirit. Well, did you hear that? Apparently, Big Vang turned down the job. I did. Apparently, he's waiting for the Bayern Munich job. Yeah, that's the that... word on the street slash all of the newspapers Isn't available that... to everyone. Waiting for Godot. <laughs> do you know who Claudio Ranieri's first signing at Chelsea was? Mm, Mutu. No, no. Slavisa Jakanovic. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I thought one of you'd know that. It was yeah, all over the internet. I should have known that. I feel bad about telling it. I should have known that. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be nice to see Mitrovic get a, get a couple of goals under his belt. Well, he was signed come, by the previous manager come. on Snapchat, wasn't he? He's going to be gutted. Exactly, yeah. He'd be, be, be crying out for Rafa again soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Claudio makes him do all those shuttles. Tadic off penalties. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can agree. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Hi and wide. But yeah, I want Mitrovic to score, come back to the Premier League and unleashed on that Southampton defence. Well, He'll listen, get I'll get beyond that. I was going to say. <laughs> He'll come back injured. <laughs> he doesn't get injured. Um, <laughs> all right, Luke, what's our best bet with Bet365? Yeah, so we've got a new guy in the hot seat, Pete Carter. Come on Ooh. down, Pete. He said, I'll spare you all the rubbish on my background and why you should pick this. He's the unstoppable Pete, Pete machine. Yeah, quite simply, some of the previous bets of the week have been dire and you're due a win. Let's play it safe, but throw in a bit of risk in the Nations League on Saturday. Ooh. I'm going for Serbia, Azerbaijan, and Romania oh. all to win Ooh. at 1.94 to 1. Uh, all the best, Pete Carter. So Serbia are playing Montenegro at home, as we just yep. heard. Azerbaijan are at home to the Faroe Islands, uh, who have picked up one or two results. That's not a foregone conclusion. Yeah, and Romania are hosting Lithuania. Seems like a pretty solid treble. We've not had a multiple for a long time, so I thought it'd be fun to give Pete the chance to mix it up. Nice uh, £50 on this returns £147, including stake with Bet365, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You <clears> must be over the age of 18 to gamble, and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begamblerware.org. Um, good luck, Peter. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be looking out for you. Before we go to going for Glow, can I just very, very quickly issue a public service announcement for all uh, passionate, dedicated listeners to the Football Ramble, Mm -hmm. new and old alike. Testicle Matt has popped up on Twitter. Mm. He has. He has. A Ramble legend. Um, Someone needs to show him how to change his username to Testicle Matt. um, I don't imagine that's taken. Because at the moment, (laughs) moment, he's at Matthew23112578, which I suppose he could could mean he's a 2.3 millionth Matthew on Twitter, which is quite frightening. But... He emerged in 2010 with a testicle injury in Mexico City. Mexico City. And he's back on Twitter, so give him a follow. I mean, to be fair to Testicle Matt, he's a ramble legend. On Twitter, he's quite boring. But if you, <laughs> if you, if you follow him and get involved, maybe he'll, he'll sharpen Spice up a up, bit. Yeah. Yeah. By his own admission, he's terrible on Twitter, doesn't know what he's doing. Okay. Um, I've noticed that um, other podcasts have been mentioning the fact that they're nominated for the SFF Awards. SFF FSF Awards. The Football Supporters Federation. Or the Supporters Football Federation, I like to call it. And we've not really mentioned that we're nominated and it's a public vote, so we don't want to get absolutely crucified. That would be embarrassing because mm. myself and Jim are going down. So if you want to uh, vote, it's fsf.org. 
fsf.org.uk. That's fsf.org.uk. Vote for um, your old pals around. Do vote for us. Vote yeah. for your old pals. We, uh, we never do this. We, ne- we never no. win. Because we, we do it for the honour of the glory. Yeah. Because we never do this bit. Yeah. We never actually Help us win votes. a popularity contest. So yeah. if you want us to, if you want another Leicester City kind of title win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're 5,000 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a chance. We'd be like Spurs winning the league. Dilly ding, dilly dong. There we are. <laughs> and now it's time for Going for Gold. It is time for Going for Gold with me. So. La. Well, last week, looking at you, Jim Campbell, I'm yeah. looking at you, Marcus Speller, I'm looking at myself, Luke Moore, <clears throat> we were dreadful. Yeah. One of the most famous strikers in the world, still yeah. playing today. He twisted us up. Got sent off at the weekend mm. as well, in all the headlines, and we missed it. We've we got to get it. better. We can't let Donaldson win. Yeah, but the, head- the headlines were after. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it does. We the point it. is, he's such a famous player that when he gets sent off, it's massive news. Yeah. It's not an some obscure left back. This week... You've got to search for the hero inside yourselves. Exactly. And do a little bit better. Stop. Is it Bonnie Tyler? Is it M, <laughs> M- people, isn't it? That? M people, yeah. No, but I was thinking here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the hero inside yourself. Ben Cattle is back with another set of clues. Yeah. I, I mean, remember, don't remember him the first time. Well, he, just, he well, stayed on, did didn't, he? didn't he? He stayed on because he won. Still don't remember him. Okay. Fight and talk. We've got to get back at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. knob Ben. Best form of a defensive attack. Well, he sort of Kevin like, Keegan he left me, it really lit. And so like, I was like, going, is he going to send in more clues? Has he even <laughs> oh, listened to the show? I might have to do some actual work. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So he sent them in at uh, nine o'clock last night. So, yeah. First clue. I was born on the 5th of July, the same year that Brian Clough took over the second division strugglers, Nottingham Forest. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. I know when that was. You do, don't you? Yeah. Ooh. Has it helped you in any way? 1943. <laughs> <laughs> on the 26th of August 2003, I signed for my one and only English club. That relationship came to an end five years later on the 3rd of July 2008 when my contract expired and I was released on a free. I'm so sorry. Can you repeat that? Mm. 26th of August 2003, I signed for my one and only English club. Uh-huh. That ended five years later on the 3rd of July 2008 when my contract expired and I was released on a free. Stop, is it Adrian Mooty? Incorrect. His contract was very much cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> Mutually. Is it Anderson? Incorrect. Nice guess. During my first year in England, I scored a personal best in a Premier League season with 10 goals, a feat I would go on to repeat two years later. In all my days in England, I found the net 25 times for my club, and one time I even got my hands on the Davy Moisey special, the FA Community Shield. This is, again, mm. quite tough. Mm. It twists us up with the clues. Mm. It's probably fucking David Beckham. <laughs> it's, not. it's not David Beckham. <laughs> to be my... fair, like, if you think about, you know, carry on. During my time in... Thank you, Marcus. During my time <laughs> in Syria, I won a Coppa Italia, five Super Coppers, three league titles, and my personal highlight was winning a European Cup final 3-0. Stop. I got on the score sheet and won the man of the match. He said stop. Campbell. He said stop. Ernan Crespo? It is Hernan Crespo. Yes, James! Oh, well done, Jim. Victory for all the Whatever ramble. Your name was. Ben, you loser. <laughs> silver, medal, silver medal in the 96 Olympics, and I went to three World Cups, never getting further than the quarters. There we go. Well this, done, Jim. Let's have the jingle then, to celebrate. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. So, the heat is on, and the time is right. It's time for you, what you would have played a game. 
There it is. Brought the world transfer record fee. So so proud of you, Jim. It strikes me clever there, isn't he? Not, gone for a, not that geezer off his perch. Well, he's gone for a and similarly profiled Argentinian striker. He's, he's, he's got he's got a little bit too Cocky. close to the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've, you've done that. Well. I was I was thinking when you were thinking that I was like, oh, I don't think it's John Dale Thomason. And then oh. you came in and I thought, yes, Jim. If the quiz for, was for which players it isn't, yeah. you and I would be quite good. We'd be very good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we would win. Yeah. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. It's been a ruddy pleasure. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. I'm off for a couple of weeks now, so you get a bit of a break. I'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Oh, I'm going to have to do some work now, aren't I? <laughs> Thank you, Jim Campbell. Yeah, me too, I guess. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you on Monday. This was a Rooney. 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 Wazza.